I got great news, guys. Oh. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thanks, Yankee. Everybody on the camp's room here. Sports Grid News and Medic Update. Time to get on the grid, everybody. That's going to be crazier for the Cleveland Browns on and off the field. The Browns, uh, yeah, what can you say here? Uh, a law enforcement authority said uh, Miles Garrett, uh, a fan punched him in the face. He wanted to take a picture with Garrett. He punched Garrett in the face. Uh, yeah, unbelievable stuff right now. So they got the, the license plate. and This guy's going to be uh, probably uh, get charged, but that's interesting. Hey, come take a picture with me. <laughs> right in the face. Barrett tied for the lead in NFL sacks with nine. Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph, this just in, clearing concussion protocol just minutes ago. He's uh, going to return after the bye week. Baseball, the Angels have found their man. Joe Madden headed to Anaheim. The LA Angels agreed to terms with the 65-year-old uh, Madden to become their next skipper. The veteran deal is likely three years, and you'll earn between 12 and $15 million. This is according from ESPN. With Mike Trout on that roster and a hefty payroll, the Angels have recorded four consecutive losing seasons and haven't appeared in the postseason since 2014. We talked about it. It was wet at Belmont, wet in New York, Game 4 of the ALCS between the Yankees and Houston Astros, postponed due to that inclement weather. The game will be played Thursday night at 8.08. Uh, Houston up 2-1 to one in the best-of-seven series. Astros manager A.J. Hinch says Zach Greinke will get the call in Game 4, and Justin Verlander will get the call for Houston in Game 5. The Yankees will counter with Masahiro Tanaka in Game 4 and likely will go to James Paxton in Game 5. Game 4 line, New York laying 35 cent total is 8. Game 5-2, also Friday night, 7.08 p.m. Jalen Ramsey's number one, just ask him. He says the Rams got the best corner in the National Football League for years to come, and uh, he's going to make their lives a lot easier. Jaguar uh, General Manager Tom Coughlin said it was finally time to move on from Ramsey. Jacksonville traded the disgruntled corner to the Rams last night for a first-round pick in each of the next two drafts and a 2021 fourth-rounder. That's a lot of picks. The Miami Dolphins changing their mind. Miami naming Ryan Fitzpatrick the starter this Sunday versus the Buffalo Bills. Despite saying Josh Rosen would be their starting quarterback for the rest of the season, they're going back to Fitzmagic. The T- Tennessee Titans have benched starting quarterback Marcus Mariotti. has been awful. Ryan Tannehill will be the starting quarterback when the Titans battle the Chargers this Sunday. In the wake of the demotion, Mariota taking it all in stride. He says, this will not be the end of my career. Oakland Raiders offensive tackle Trent Brown faces a lawsuit accusing him of domestic violence against the mother of his child. Brown allegedly slapped, punched, and choked his girlfriend on multiple occasions in 2018. Brown is in the first year of a four-year $66 million deal with the Oakland Raiders. The NFL 17-week season still getting some consideration. This from Commissioner Roger Goodell. He confirms a regular season of 17 games is a huge part of the CBA talks. The season would start the week of Labor Day like usual, but the play would go a little bit longer into February. And the NFL has no plans to alter its current draft format and introduce a lottery. Commissioner Goodall said uh, that's uh, going to happen. That In the conclusion of the fall meetings today, they will not change the format that they have. Both the NBA and NHL use the lottery to determine the order of selection for the top part of the draft. I think it's a good idea. And, uh, you know, it's a lot better than the NFL system, but the commission doesn't agree. NCAA football tonight, Sunbelt action, South Alabama at Troy. Trojans minus 17 and a half, 55 and a half. NBA, the Raptors appear to be on the verge of locking up a huge part of their future. Pascal Siakam and the club have until Monday to agree on a rookie scale extension. And that is almost a certainty they will come to terms before that, according to Chris Hayes of Yahoo Sports. 
Siakam, now 23, set to make only 2.3 mil this year. He's coming off a breakthrough year, 16.9 points, 6.9 boards, and shooting 36.9 from beyond the arc, helping the Raptors win their first ever franchise title. He was the NBA's most improved player, too. Boston Celtics extending a four-year, $80 million contract offer to Jalen Brown, the former number three overall pick, set to make 6.5 mil this year. NBA, sked and betting lines. We got 7 o'clock. Detroit at Charlotte. Hornets, minus 3, 217, 8, San Antonio and Houston. Rockets laying 7, 224, Atlanta and the Knicks. Knicks minus a deuce, 223 and a half. Memphis at AKC. Thunder, minus 5, 215. We got 9 o'clock action. Portland at Utah. The Jazz, minus 5, 222 and a half, 1030. Golden State and the Lakers battle in California. LA laying 6, 221 and a half is your total. Six pack in the NHL, 7 o'clock. Unbeaten Colorado at Pittsburgh. A good one there. Penn's minus 125, six and a half. Toronto at uh, Washington. The Caps minus 130, six and a half. Samsonoff in net over Holtby versus the Leafs tonight. Dallas and Columbus. Uh, this one's a pick em. Corey Perry makes a season debut for the Stars. 9.30 action. Philly and Edmonton. Oilers minus a buck 35. Buffalo and Anaheim. Ducks quack, quack, quack. Minus 125, five and a half. And Carolina at San Jose. Sharks minus 136 and a half. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Morency, host Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio, live from the Sports Grid studio at the Meadowlands. We'll talk a little more football. We got Sunbelt, we got uh, college football, we got NFL football later on in the week, everything in between. So stick around, everybody. Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage, it's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. Level two rolls on. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage. LouGambleu.com will join us in a couple of moments' time. We're over at the Sports Grid Studios. FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. It's already pitched blackout. I can tell that it's bad outside because all the uh, the degenerate gamblers uh, that are here are scared to go outside and they're all milling around inside the lobby uh, right now. <laughs> so, And it's also a lot quieter than it usually is. You know, guys, the weather is bad in New York when they shut down a Yankee playoff game uh, this evening. It's uh, what they did. Uh, but I was just looking on Twitter uh, right now, trying to get caught up to date to see if there was any uh, more breaking news uh, that we missed. And... I saw that Angela Lansbury uh, was tweeting, uh, Cam, and um, I knew Remember that she, she didn't die. Yeah, yeah, I knew she didn't die. Like, this lady's invincible. She's like Betty White. Angela Lansbury, 94 years old today. Wow. 94 years old, and she's still acting and stuff. Like, she's still going. It's like, uh, that'd be like... Uh, if we got, like, another 50-year run out of this, Cam, you imagine if we're still doing the show in, like, 50 years? <laughs> what, when, when we're in our 90s? I don't think so, Gabe. Yeah, I'll take the under. <laughs> yeah, i take the, the under's the lock of the millennium, but, hey, man, you might be able to well, do it. Well, she's still acting. She's 94. No, she's good. She's, she, she, she's, she's done a lot of Broadway stuff. Remember her younger, too? She had some big roles. No, this lady, uh, she's a consummate professional. I can't believe she's 94. Wow. Still ticking, still acting. Impressive. Yeah, just for the record, I you know, even though this isn't new for you, it is Nash hashtag National Food Day today, whatever that means. So, okay. 
So what is that? So now they're just getting lazy and just say food day, not even an item? Yeah, let's just eat something. Today. No, now it's just food day. National food day. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. <laughs> like, what about specifics? What's it, potato day? Is it, uh, you know, No, it's it just food day. Oh, food it's day. just okay. food day. It's just food day. Speaking of which, I think I'm going to have some chicken wings after the show here today. Yeah, I, I'm getting a craving for chicken, too. I, I got it. My doctor told me eat better, but man, I haven't gone to the Colonel in so long. It's Tuesday, Toonie Tuesday today. I could really go for some chicken. You got me thinking. I got Popeyes. I got Popeyes the other night through Uber Eats. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, Terrible. Rubbery. Too rubbery. I had, I I had green it. beans and beets with some um, seafood burger and oh, uh, wow. kale salad, buddy. Wow. Guess you're going to live a lot longer. You don't make friends with salad, Yang. Man, people in Spanish salad. Harlem, like, you, you, you hang, your, hang your head in shame. You, 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 who eats like you? What, what are you eating? You're going to be in a Peloton commercial soon. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. High level two rolls on. Game time decisions, red heat and rage. Me and Cam will run through the National Hockey League uh, board before we're done. No baseball this evening. Yankees Astros, unfortunately, has been postponed until tomorrow evening. Tomorrow we also have uh, Denver Broncos and the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs Thursday night football. And suddenly, Good who game. would have imagined that it would be a big and an important football game in that division? And if you would have told me. It's amazing how things can change in sports and in life, as life and sports go hand in hand. But if you would have told anybody, actually, and when we talk about the advanced numbers, I'd like to know what the advanced number for this game was, and I guarantee you it wasn't Kansas City minus three. Probably you would have said seven. to someone three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, yeah, Chiefs are going to be minus three. You jump all over, all over uh, that. Let's bring in the Lou uh, right now. Gamblue.com. We can talk some NFL, uh, but we have an interesting uh, UFC card this week in Boston. Lou, always a pleasure. How you doing today, Lou? Doing great, guys, and I'm happy to join you again this week. You're right. This fight card is totally loaded, and the NFL card this week looks interesting, too. Well, you know, the, the thing that sticks to me out about the, the UFC card, Lou, is so we have Jeremy Stevens and Yair Rodriguez, and of course, these guys fought not that long ago, about a month ago or so. Uh, what was that? I think it was September, September, mid-September, September 21st. All right, so yeah, so about a month ago, less than a month ago. Pretty quick turnaround, actually, Lou. And I know, you know, I know how you felt. I remember it was so recent. I remember our conversation about the fight in which said it's a real toss-up, but it's in Mexico. Now it's sort of advantage, Rodriguez. Yet I also recall... So there was the quick eye poke. Rodriguez got in his face after and basically stated, you faked it, and you, you were scared to fight me. And then Steven shoved him in the hotel uh, two days later on Sunday before he left 
uh, Mexico. There's bad blood between the two of them. It's real. It's not manufactured. And you believe, Lou, that the younger, the Mexican fighter here in Rodriguez is sort of, you know, the guy that talks the most is probably the guy that's actually deep down inside scared. Do you still feel that way? Is it advantage Stevens now that they're fighting again and it's on U.S. soil now? Uh, yeah, way to lead me into that, Gabe. That was great. You're, you're correct. Before that fight went off, I uh, had recommended using the younger Rodriguez, even though Stevens spent $30,000 to, to spend five weeks up in Mexico City and train at altitude. It was my opinion then that the five rounds was probably going to aid Rodriguez, and, and now after talking with some of my uh, mentors in the game, I've come to a little bit different conclusion, but that conclusion that I've come to now was aided by Rodriguez's antics in the ring, in the octagon. As soon as that fight was over, he jumped on the fence and wanted to be named the winner of the fight after he had double-poked Stevens in the eye. And then you're right. He started yeah. to accuse Stevens of maybe ducking out of the thing. And there's, there's just really knowing who Stevens is. There, there was really, it, it shows very, Stevens very don't poor duck out of nothing. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And, Stevens, and, also, and to his detriment, to his detriment, like Stevens wouldn't like duck a shotgun, <laughs> Cam. You know what I'm saying? Like Stevens, tough. like Steve, Jeremy Stevens, a lot of things, but. Calling him a, a scared, like you know, whatever. That's just that, that's not one of them. I mean, Stevens is no. tough as they tough as they get, and you know, Stevens would like to beat the crap out of this kid now, especially after the kid got in his face at the hotel, Lou. Yes. However, the dynamics of this fight, even though on the surface it appears uh, to benefit Stevens because he's in the States, which I do believe this does, the quick turnaround, all it does is allow them to continue to stay in shape for this fight. However, uh, the fact that it goes from five rounds to three rounds is an advantage for Rodriguez, and I'll tell you why. Steven struggles against top fighters, guys like Aldo, Renato Moicano, Frankie Edgar, even... Guys like Bermudez, who he ended up knocking out, it took him until late second or third rounds of these fights to catch up with guys, and it's because he is slow, not athletic, and his footwork is poor. Does he have power? He has profuse power, but it takes him a while to catch up. I believe to my core that Rodriguez is more scared of Jeremy Stevens than I am of going on a four-month for run and gambling. I mean, Rodriguez does not want anything to do with Stevens in any kind of fight, and so his tactic on Friday night is going to be to use distance. He's a superior athlete. He's younger. He's faster. He's quicker. And he's going to basically, we're going to watch him run around in circles for 15 minutes and try and pitter-patter his way into a decision and get out of this fight. That will be the approach he takes, and the question will be, can Stevens catch him or not? Do you think he will? And, you know, you great, good, good, all valid points that you raise. Thing is, 
We can talk, and I, I do think it's a little dangerous for us, although it's part of it, to get into the kid's head that much, right? I mean, we don't know really what the kid is feeling. I mean, he might just be dumb, I, actually, he and that cocky and arrogant. Like, I know, but, you know, once the fight starts, and I, and you raise good points, Lou, and I get it. I, I totally get it. But Jeremy Stevens, as much as we respect him and as tough as he is, He's been in a lot of freaking wars, and he's not getting any younger. And, and you mentioned it, Lou. He doesn't have the highest fight IQ. He's going to do what he's going to do, and it's pretty predictable what he's going to do. Um, I got a lot of respect for him, and I'm not saying I'm running in the window here to bet on Rodriguez, but I'm not writing Rodriguez off. Like I just don't think Rodriguez is going to beat himself out of fear, but I understand the timidness that you think he might have a bit uh, in this spot, Lou. That's what makes this fight interesting. You could make a case for both sides. Look, Jeremy Stevens got the heart. He's got the grit. He's a veteran guy that's seen it all. Rodriguez is the younger, more athletic fighter. It's a classic fight. Yeah, I totally agree. Hey, listen, this first fight opened. Stevens, uh, excuse me, Rodriguez minus 165 ended up closing Rodriguez minus 120. And so when they opened this fight up, they, they tried to correct it. They opened Rodriguez minus 135. It, it's still kind of compressed. So uh, the market sees these guys as somewhat evenly matched. I think I've broken it down appropriately. And uh, the last thing I'll say is that when you ask me who wins, I'll tell you that the reason I'm not going to wager on this fight was because uh, I, I picked Rodriguez in the first fight. And now I do believe he's fearful. I do not like the kid. And so I want Stevens to win. <laughs> I don't like the kid Rodriguez. And so there's too much emotion for me. I won't bet the fight because I want Stevens to, to beat the bejeebies out of this kid. I'm going to go reverse psychology and say that Jeremy Stevens gets caught up in his emotion and wants to knock this kid's head off so much that he won't fight smart, and the kid does pitter-patter his way to victory. I'm going on Rodriguez, and I'm not doing it to be a jerk to Lou, people. <laughs> but Stevens, no, to me, hey, it's the it's age, it's the wars. It. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just, I'm just kidding, Lou. Uh, but, yeah, it's just the – it's more a play against Stevens. Like I said, I can't bet on a guy just because I respect him and he's tough and he's been around forever. He's also lost 16 freaking times. All right? He's also – uh, on a two-fight losing streak, uh, going into that last fight where he got eye-poked, where it was, you know, if he could have fought, he would have fought after the fact. I'm leaning Rodriguez. All right. So let me ask you about Weidman, because I thought it was pretty funny. I saw Weidman talking about how he could be the one to beat John Jones. It's like, dude, wow. like, I'm not even sure you should still be fighting anymore, <laughs> let alone fighting John Jones. So, therefore, I almost have to, like, bet on, uh, bet on Reyes uh, here. Uh, because of this, but we'll get Lou's uh, take on the other side, and we'll also get into some football as well with Lou, Gamblue.com, Game Time Decisions, Ready for Age Radio, we're throwing it down to Sports Grid Studio, FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. Get on the grid.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Complete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. It's got lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on the winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com DUNK. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Thank you very much, Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart. All right, Lou with us. GamBlue.com. We're talking UFC. We'll get into the National Football League uh, as well. So I was saying as we went to the break, uh, Lou, Chris Weidman, I saw a story the other day. He was talking about how he thinks he could be the one to beat uh, John Jones. Yet I'm thinking, wow, Weidman, you better be worrying about Dominic Reyes uh, right now and not uh, John Jones. We saw what happened uh, last time uh, he fought uh, Weidman at Madison Square Garden against uh, Jack Array. It did not end uh, well uh, for him. Chris Weidman, I mean, God bless him. I mean, he, he went on that nice run. He, his career has been strange, guys, Weidman. You know, he won, he won the fight against Anderson Silva. Listen, he was messing people up. But then he wins the fight against Anderson Silva because Anderson Silva is sort of clowning around. And did that stupid stuff that night and left himself vulnerable. The rematch happens. Anderson Silva breaks his leg. You know, and then, I don't know, Weidman never really got a chance to, like, really go on this to show what he was. He's had a weird career. I know people close to Weidman, and I can tell you that, uh, Lou, fame and the success didn't... uh, he didn't handle it well, Lou. He didn't handle it well. And, you know, you can see, too, and it's weird because he's just such a, he's such a you know, good kid. And, you know, he seemed, you know, that he wouldn't be that guy. But he turned into that guy. Now he's older. I think he's past his prime, Lou. I know, I know he's past his prime, but I really don't know what he has left. I could be all wrong on this, but I think Chris Weidman's basically done, bro. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that oh he should retire tomorrow because he's, you know, he's going to have brain damage because he's not getting murdered out there, but he's not the same fighter that was beating up on Mark Munoz back in 2012 because that's what I think of. Remember when he was coming up, Lou? Beat Maya, beat Munoz, Tom Lawler, etc. That was uh, that was nearly eight years ago, Lou. I, he's not the same fighter anymore. What's your take on this fight? Hello? Is he gone? Lou! I guess he's... Lou! Lou! Are you there? I would have expected this last week, not this week. Yeah, he gone. Lou. Yang? Are we reconnecting with Lou here? Did Yang... Did Yang... did Did you hang up on him? Nah, buddy. I ain't hang up on Cam Lou. Cam Lou's my boy, man. 
I don't know what happened. He probably uh, you did hang up. The, I didn't you hang up what? on a uh, big man on campus yesterday. All I did was mute him because I heard some like uh, some weird sound come from his phone. So I muted him on the soundboard, and um, yeah, then I didn't see him there no more. Well, well, because you muted him, so he can't hear anything. No, I so, muted him because we was coming back like, from break, and then um, he had some like weird noise uh, yeah, coming yeah, from yeah. his phone, so I just muted it. Okay, but yeah, uh, yeah. let me get Gamble back. Uh, he said in the chat, he said in the chat that yeah, you hung up. I'm just saying. Nah, buddy, I don't do those things. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. I'm a good guy, buddy. Ask him. Ask him. I don't do, I don't do so, those things. I'm just impressed you're actually still in the room right now. It's uh, not 640. It's, 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 not, start, yeah, it's not 640. It's not 640. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You got 11 minutes. I'm still you hold it. Hold it until like hold it until 655. All right. All right. You got it. Do what me and Cam do. Suffer. All right. I'll yeah, suffer a little right. bit. Get, let's just get Lou back here. You got it. Yeah, yeah. These guys think it's a big pee party here, Cam. <laughs> you know I mean, you know, I gotta go to the bathroom all the time. I can't just get up and go. <laughs> there's a couple, couple of veterans on this. It's all right, fight, right, Gabe. Couple, a couple of right, young Yank. guys, veterans, uh, all, all types. Joe Lozon. Uh, that, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a nice mixed bag here. Yeah, I like Reyes here, Ken. Reyes is gonna beat Weidman. Oh, I agree. Reyes is you. gonna beat Weidman. I agree. Reyes has been on a nice, uh, a nice run. If you look at. If you look at what Reyes has done, and we have Lou back, uh, I don't know, Lou. It was mysterious. You were there one minute, you were gone. It's like uh, you know, it was Star Trek. Somebody beamed you up somewhere, but you're back. I was saying, as we lost you, um, I like Dominic Reyes here. And it's more of a play against Weidman. I just don't think Weidman has much left in the tank. I don't think he has as much left in the tank as he thinks he does. I'll put it that way, Lou. Who do you like in this fight, if you like anyone? I absolutely agree with you, Gabriel. Let me just read. Uh, first of all, we, we understand that all of Weidman's success for 13 straight UFC undefeated victories, uh, he was a middleweight. And then, of course, he fights his last five fights. He gets knocked out uh, in four of them. Uh, however, it's it, the one fight that he wins against Gestellum is, is a fight that we should talk about simply because uh, Gastelum couldn't handle the world-class wrestling grappling, and that is the advantage Weidman will bring into this fight against Reyes. But let's not forget, Weidman's been fighting 185-pound guys, and uh, uh, Jakare is 40 years old and, and knocked him out at 185. Now, let me read you something that it currently appears under person, uh, under move to light heavyweight in Wikipedia for Chris Weidman that proves your point, Gabriel. In June 2019, Weidman announced his intentions to move up to light heavyweight beginning after, uh, beginning later on in 2019. Here's the important sentence. He cites numerous surgeries which prevent him from being able to cut to middleweight as his reason for moving up weight classes. Well, that's, that is, if that doesn't scare you, I don't know <laughs> what's going to. Now he's going to find a guy that's going to enter the octagon, the younger man, the taller man, the stronger man, the faster man, and he's going to be 230 pounds. Weidman's going to be, what, 215 maybe. Uh, this, I just don't know how Weidman wins this unless somehow or another – he can 
he can do something to get Reyes a little bit worn out and find him, uh, clinch him, throw him against the cage, and get him to the ground. Can that happen? I think it can just because Weidman's wrestling so good. Will it happen? I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell. I think this kid's too young, too big, and too strong for Weidman. You can't have a card in Boston without Joe Lozon on the card, and Joe Lozon's on the card. <laughs> Plus 114 against uh, Jonathan Pierce, minus 138. Lozon's another guy that I think is shot and done, yet I guess people could say the same thing about me because Lozon's on a three-fight win streak, uh, Lou. So I got to give him credit uh, for that. Um, let's look at who he beat. So he beat the, uh, the, uh, the Gertzmacher. He beat Clay Guida. He beat Stephen Ray. Uh, excuse me. He's lost uh, three fights in a row. Uh, he beat the Marcin Held, which was a surprise. His last uh, fight. And for some reason, I think that was in Boston. So, you know, you got another fighter here in Lozon taking on Pierce. I don't know anything about Pierce, and neither does Sherdog. You know it's bad when Sherdog doesn't even have a picture up of you, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. The good news is uh, Pierce has fought. Uh, Pierce lost three in a row pre-2016. Then he went and switched to where other than the MMA lab here in Phoenix where he's won five Oh, so you know him. Yeah, yeah. He, he's going to be the taller man. He's six years the younger man. He's still limited in learning, and he'll be giving away some expertise to Joe Lozon. But, hey, Joe's last fight was 2018 in April. Uh, I do also believe, Gabriel, that he is washed. Uh, the way to for Joe to win this fight, I guess, is home cooking on a decision. Uh, but I think Pierce is going to be just too fast, too much, too strong. Uh, I released Pierce minus 140 earlier in the week. I think he's 150 now. Uh, all respect to Joe Lozon, but this is a great opportunity for uh, hometown Boston Joe to go out in front of his fans, and he's yeah. going to go out all right. Well, he's a tough-ass dude. <laughs> he's lost, but he's a, but his stand-up isn't very good. How's Pierce's stand-up? Because to me, um, if you don't get sub, I mean, I wouldn't want to be rolling around on the ground with Lozon, especially in Boston. You know he's going he's gonna to dig down deep, man. There's something about these Bostonians. They're tough, you know, and he's going to dig down deep. But just skill-wise, he's 35, and this guy might, might as well be 55 when you consider all the beatings he's taken, Lou, in his lifetime. Total agreement, and nobody respects Joe as much as you and I. I know that just because of his body of work, but he is washed. And But Pierce does not want to engage with him on the ground. Pierce must keep this standing no, in exactly. order to have his advantage. Yeah. Cam, put it in perspective. You'll yeah. remember, if you look at Joe Lozon's face, you'll remember who he is. Kid with the big oh, ears. Nice kid. You've met him, in fact. We've, yeah, exactly. we've met him. He's a nice think, guy. He was in his prime, Cam, like when we were at the score. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like from the Forrest Griffin days, bro. Like, he's been around forever. Like, he's an old 35. This kid, tough as hell. This kid has spilled more blood than Gene Simmons of Kiss in his career. <laughs> like, like, he bleeds. He's tough, man. I love the kid. But he's not that skilled. He's a good submission guy. He's tough as hell. His stand-up is rudimentary, even at 35 years old. My only concern, Lou, quickly on Pierce, uh, is uh, UFC jitters. I know he fought in Dana White Contender Series. Looks like the Pierce kids fought everywhere, Lou, except the UFC. 
Bellator, World Series of Fighting, Dana White Contender Series. He's going to be able to handle the UFC pressure. Guys get a little jitters in there sometimes. Going into Boston, not going to be easy. Totally agree with that point. That's the big question for him. That and can he keep it standing? All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll see if there's an undercard uh, or two uh, that uh, Lou likes, and let's get into the NFL. we got to get into our hockey picks. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Thank you very much, Yang. Game time decisions. Ready, Eat and Rage Radio. Fun show today. It's uh, flown by. Uh, you know, Lou, you'll know this, and Cam, of course, will remember. Sad story. It's it's too bad. I mean, not, and I'm not saying this to disrespect anybody that works at Tim Hortons. Uh, to be honest, I mean, you work at Tim Hortons in in Alberta. You're making more money than a radio host. <laughs> so, yeah, well, <laughs> at least some radios like. Like Tim Hortons, it, 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 you know? Do you know Tim Hortons, uh, Lou? Have you heard of Tim Hortons before? I don't. I don't believe it's not on the west coast of the United States. It is. It is in the east coast, a little bit in the Midwest of the U.S. More of a Canadian yeah, company, Columbus but it's spawned in the state. Have you heard of Tim Hortons? I've only heard of it. I know it's a restaurant. I just, I don't know what kind. Whether it's breakfast, Cracker Barrel, what what kind of restaurant it is. I, a lot of cars. Yeah, it's like Dunkin' it Donuts. Yeah, very similar. It's like oh, okay. it's like Dunkin' Donuts. It's yeah, it's like a Dunkin' Donuts, same type of thing. Very very popular in Canada. Took over, but it was actually bought out by Burger King. Anyways, um, so but you'll remember this former NHL enforcer Donald Brashear, and I hate this when people like try to shame people like this. Yeah, remember like there was an actor on the Cosby Show. The guy works at a Whole Foods. He's like a cashier at a grocery store. And people are, like, laughing. Hey, you were on the Cosby show. Now you're a grocer. It's like, you know, guys are trying to make a living. So exactly. someone tried to shame Brashear. Brashear is, he works at Tim Hortons. Like, behind the counter, Cam. Yeah. Donald wow. Brashear, like, on the low end, though. Like, he started, like, he's, like, the with bottom. the kids, man. Like, yeah, pouring coffee and manager. stuff like that. Yeah. Donald Brashear. Yeah. I wouldn't want to lip off. So, uh, turns out, for... Former NHL player Pierre Sevigny, you remember him, Pierre Sevigny. I do. Um, he owns. Cool? He owns. Uh, he owns the. T- he owns the Tim Hortons outlet. He owns a couple outlets in Quebec City, so he owns the outlet. So he, he's buddies. He helped. Uh, he helped. Uh, he helped Rashier out with a job. He goes. He's an employee. That's all. We've just started. Uh, he's here to help me out at the store. We'll take things one day at a time. Brashear was born in the United States but grew up in Val Belair near Quebec City. Played more than 1,000 games in the National Hockey League between 1993 and 2009. You know how hard it is to last in the NHL for 16 years? Most notably, the Montreal Canadiens. He scored 85 goals over the course of his career but is most remembered for his talents as a fighter and as an enforcer. He made millions of dollars in the NHL. However, 
after his retirement in 2010, he has consistently found himself entangled in legal and financial problems and recently appeared in a Quebec City court to face charges of misfits and drug possession. Oh. But, Lou, sad story, man. This guy got beat up, I, punched I, in the face for 16 freaking years, and he's serving donuts and coffee now. Sad story. And, man, so many of these fighters, guys. Same thing. It doesn't end well for them. Bob Probert. You know, Chris Nyland, fortunately, is sober and hosting a radio yep. show in Montreal now. But a lot of these guys, they're drug addicts, pain, depression, concussion problems. Sad story, Lou. Very sad story, but I'll shed one bit of respect of light on it, which I know you guys will also support, and that is rather than steal or rather than hit the streets and rather than do a bunch of other things, he's doing the honorable thing and tightening his shoestrings and going and getting a goddamn job. Exactly. And I tip my hat to him for being a man, and anyone that laughs at him is not a man themselves. I agree, Lou, 100%. Well said. Especially knowing in Quebec, he knows everyone's going to recognize him. Yeah, exactly. He could have said, no, 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 I got to work in the kitchen. I can't work out at the counter. Imagine, Cam, you're Donald Brashear. He's a proud guy. Yeah, the NHL, they got to help, you know. And the thing is, we can say, oh, you got to help him out. On the other end of it, he's got oh. severe problems, right? I mean, yes. You, you can't, you know, he spent his money on cocaine, guys. He spent yeah. millions of dollars on cocaine. Yeah, so... I'm I think people him. have helped them out, and they're gonna they're gonna say, you know, dude, I helped them out, but we warned them over the years: don't spend all your money on drugs every night. You know what I mean? It's you know, but I I agree. I tip my cap to him. He's not robbing people. He's making you know, he's making a living here. So, um, all right, NFL football, uh, Lou, this week. What catches your eye? Any games catch your eye? Game. Got a game tomorrow. That Denver KC game. Can I ask you guys one question? Is this real? Is there a guy's name, uh, a lo- a Lobster? His name is Boston, oh, Boston Lob- Salmon. Yeah, Boston Salmon. Is that no, his name? Boston Salmon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. You had to bring him up. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, Boston Salmon. Boston Salmon? <laughs> wow. That, his name is Boston Salmon. And, that the and that's not even enough. That's not even his nickname. It's what Boston it's Boston Boom Boom Salmon. <laughs> oh, what a name, man. What a name. <laughs> Sorry, Lou. He's I from just, Hawaii. I, I saw Boston. No, hey. there I go. He's what not even from name? Boston. He's not what even from Boston. But they have to put him on the Boston card, Lou. Oh, yeah, when your name's sure. Boston Salmon, they're putting you on the damn Boston card, Lou. Boston <laughs> Salmon. Yeah, and they, and, and, and they ship him in to fight a guy who fights under Joe Lozon's gym. So he's a massive, he's fighting a local, oh. uh, hometown, a hometown kid in Randy Costa. And, and Costa, yeah, Randy Costa. Has really fe- hasn't faced much competition, doesn't have much experience. Uh, took a short notice fight against Brandon Davis, got beat. Uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, Salmon has all the experience and, and a slight edge in uh, level of competition. Uh, that said, the physical attributes, Cost is the younger man, he's the taller man, he's the longer man. I look for that to be an interesting fight, but I lean to the Hawaiian. <laughs> I, I had to bring it Boston, up. Boston. Boston. Yeah, Boston Salmon. What a name, okay? I love it. I was like, wow. Is that real? Yeah, it's real. That's great. I will say, guys. Yeah, Boston. Boom, boom. Yeah, Yeah, Lou. 
What's up, Lou? Sorry that the delay is killing me, but I will say I want to give one dog out before we go to football. And if we go back to the main card, middleweight fight, Darren Wynn, wrestler, fights out of AKA Daniel uh, Cormier's protege, but but very, very short on experience. He's fighting a UK fighter, Darren Stewart, Stewart. that I think is in a real good position here. Darren Stewart is a dog, is a good shot, a good position. He's been good to me, Lou. I bet on Stewart just because we have the same last name before. And I've seen him like sometimes in the first round, he gets work. He's very patient. He picks his spots and he wins. Like he's a very, very uh, good fighter, underrated. I think I'm going to be betting him too. That's, I like that. We're going to go to some football, I guess. Now, is Gabe still there? I heard some rustling going on. Gabe, are you still there? Yeah, maybe. Maybe we lost Gabe and we'll have to carry the show for a little bit. I'll tell you another one. <laughs> There, there's yeah. another fight. No, I'm here. Event on the under- Sorry, we thought you were Main event went. on the undercard. Yep. Oh, okay. What else, Lou? What else, Lou? Go on, Lou. Oh, he's back. Okay. I was going to say main event on the undercard. you got two Boston guys fighting one another. Manny Bermudez against uh, Charles Ruza. And really, there's tremendous value on Manny Bermudez here. He was the last I looked when I pulled the trigger. I got him at minus 140. Uh, he's moving up in weight to 45 because he couldn't make 135. Uh, he's taller. He's younger. He's more athletic. Uh, I, I just I just think that this is a really good spot for him against a guy in Rosa uh, that has had a huge layoff. He's he's been laid off because he's often injured. Uh, his last fight in 2017 UFC Buffalo, he was KO'd by Shane Burgos, which is no shame in that. Uh, but his inactivity, the fact that he's 33, uh, uh, this line is, is wrong. I think Manny Bermuda should be minus 200. If you can get him minus 140, minus 150, there's tremendous value on him at that price. All right, uh, LouGamblu.com with us. we got to get going, Lou, because we're going to get to our hockey picks tonight. But do you have one football game you want to share? Anything catch your eye? Or still too early? Yeah, I, I, yeah. No, I, I'll tell you what. Get Washington plus the 10 points, guys. Uh, this is the second straight week that San Fran will be on the road off a huge emotional division game against the Rams last week. Uh, San Fran's better in every way, but 10's too many points. The look ahead was eight and a half. Washington plus 10. I was looking at Washington, too. It looks like Dwayne Haskins is going to start there. Not confirmed, but I know he was starting with the rep, number one with the reps. He was getting the number one reps today. Keenum's hurt. I guess everyone's hurt. And let's be real. Snyder fired Gruden basically a week after the report came out that Gruden doesn't like Haskins. Exactly. Snyder was the one that drafted Haskins. It's not a surprise. Last week, Callahan, hey, Callahan. Last week, uh, Callahan was like, oh, Haskins isn't ready yet. This week, it's hilarious. He's like, oh, he's really progressed. <laughs> yeah, as in Snyder called him and said, yo, yo, I just he fired a guy because he wasn't playing my guy. Yeah, I'm just – so not confirmed yet, Lou. Keep your eye on that as far as the quarterback. Great stuff, Lou. Thanks for your time, sir. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. Good luck to everyone. You too, Lou. Hey, Callahan. Trying Callahan. to eat. Yeah. Billy's Callahan. dead because of you, Callan. I'm trying, trying to eat my I lunch. Create, <laughs> I create I create auto parts for the American working man. That's right. Tommy Callahan. That's the best that he's Tommy Boy Callahan auto parts for the American working man. 
<laughs> Callahan. That was that's Clint Eastwood's name in Dirty Harry. It's his last name too, Callahan. Yeah, it's Callahan. It was, one, it was Callahan who did it. It was Callahan. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it in isn't it in the movie? Hey Callahan, your wife's a slut. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Callahan, there's so many good jokes with the name. It's like it's so like it's everywhere. Callahan's a wicked. But Callahan is Dirty Harry. It's Simpsons. It's McGarnagle. Remember? Billy's dead, McGarnagle. Hey, I'm trying to eat my lunch. (laughs) Do it for me, McGarnagle. Okay, McGarnagle. (laughs) All right, so NHL hockey. We got a full slate tonight. Show flew by. Let me go through the games fast. Colorado at Pittsburgh. Are we taking Colorado? Uh, I don't know. I'm taking Pittsburgh tonight. I'm taking Colorado to get the first. Oh, you're taking Pittsburgh. Yep, ten cents. Dallas, Columbus, pass for me. What about your Leafs and Caps? I like Dallas and Pittsburgh so far. Leafs pass. I'm going to go under six and a half. Leafs, Caps. Kind of like that. I'm going Uh, under six and a half. Has played better than Holtby. Contrarian, exactly. Edmonton. They're not going seven. Big game. Edmonton. Give me Edmonton as well. All right. I said this earlier in the morning to you, Cam, and I'm going to stick to it. I even told a security guy. A guy came in. He goes, well, he goes, hey, you like my hockey picks? Guy's a brother. I'm telling you, they love hockey here. Uh, I told him, you know what? I said, take. He told me he's betting a, a reg line. It's funny. He's like, yeah, I don't mess with that stuff. I, like I got that. a feeling, guys, the Buffalo Sabres, Anaheim Ducks, it's going to be a tie. Plus 310. A small player going to roll the dice on it. Carolina and Hurricanes and Sharks, kind of like the Canes. I like the Canes, Gabe, Cam. You know what, Gabe? I would have liked the Canes the more I think about this game. Canes playing in L.A. last night. Sharks playing better. I have a lean to the Sharks. Ah, that's right. It might be a bad spot for the Canes. But right now, uh, on my card, Pittsburgh and Dallas uh, and Edmonton. I think those are the games I'm going to take. You know what? I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Washington Capitals and the under. Leafs played last night against the Wild. Leafs are due for a loss. Caps on home ice. They lost earlier in the week to Colorado. Uh, I think the Caps bounce back. I'll lay the 25 cents. I'll go under the 6.5 there. I'll lay the 30 cents with the oil against the Flyers. I'll take a draw in regulation. Tie. Plus 310. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo and Anaheim. And you know, I'll pass on that Canes game. And, you know, small play cam on the under of that Sunbelt game. Yeah, I'm going to go. And in golf game, it starts in eight minutes. Victor Small Hovland, play. 20. The belt's coming off. Yeah, more, more the belt. And Danny Willett. Repack today in Korea. Good luck, buddy. It's well, a fire here. Uh, fire department here. Sirens. <laughs> it's chaos. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. We've got some funny stuff. And I, I'm sure Mark Lawrence has an angle on this. I know you will, Cam. 
And, you know, I definitely will as first. But first things first, Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns, all right? Miles Garrett, what is he? He's like 6'7", 270 pounds, and he runs like, like a cheetah. You know, so Miles Garrett today was in his car in Cleveland. Fan came up to him and uh, said, can I take a picture with you? Big fan of the Browns. Can I get a picture? He got out of his car, and the fan punched him in the face. Oh, my. And said the <laughs> yeah. Browns suck. And Garrett, like, the guy, like, took off after. Garrett got his license plate and stuff, and uh, the authorities have been contacted. Uh, Garrett uh, tweeted, uh, you know, better put your legs into it next time. Didn't feel a thing. <laughs> this fan's insane, man. Like, Miles Garrett's a big-ass dude, but I don't think the Cleveland Brown players uh, expected to be getting punched in the face uh, this year, but it's been a long time coming, hasn't it, Mark? I mean, I think Brown fans might bail this guy out once they find him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can tell that uh, you know, things aren't going well in the dog pound right now the way things were expected, and uh, they're bubbling over. Just uh, everybody's mad as hell and angry and uh, taking it out on the football players, as you mentioned here. But I'm going to say this, uh, probably largely because I'm from Cleveland and I do have some Cleveland Browns blood in me, and as poor as they played thus far and as disappointing as they've been, nobody is really surprised. I think all the, uh, the Sharps in Vegas realized that when they bet against them on their season win total to begin the year, so they're sort of like where they should be, and I'm going to say that uh, when uh, Kareem Hunt is activated in the second half of the season for Game mm. 9, uh, you'll not only have that in place, but you'll also have the return of a lot of people that are injured for the Browns on the defensive side of the football and uh, the offensive uh, on the offensive line. I understand there's a big trade about to happen with the Washington Redskins the Browns are going to make, so uh, maybe if all that happens... Uh, yeah, yeah they denied no, it, Mark. The first offer um, they denied, right? They want more. For Williams, for Trent Williams, like the Browns yeah, want for, him bad. They want him bad, but they're going to have to put the pony up uh, another pick, I think, to make it work. Well, I think Listen, they'll Mark, do just that. I, yes. I don't. Uh, I don't like giving you advice. You're a very successful man, uh, Mark. But you got to get that Cleveland blood out of you. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at eight four four eight four.